I speak to you today in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. My name is Ken Weldon, and I have been playing hooky for far too long, and it is good to be back. It is good, good to be home. Uh, I am here unapologetically to overthrow Paul Feener, your priest in charge. Uh, many folks asked me about Paul coming here out of the gate and said, do you have any reservations about Paul? And I said, yes, yeah, several. Uh, it makes me nervous that he is a four touchdowns better preacher than I am and a much nicer guy than I am. And uh, I have had those suspicions confirmed. And I've had 15 or 20 people tell me, Ken, welcome home. We are glad you are here, but you can go on back on sabbatical. We want to keep Paul and Becky. <laughs> Uh, it is good to be home. Uh, my wife and I were sitting with each other just the other day, finished with all of our travels. We had both of our daughters safely, we thought, as safely as you ever think about your kids, safely ensconced in college. And we kind of looked at each other and gave each other a high five and said, it's good, good, good to be home. It is good, good, good to be home. Uh, the Lord taught us a lot while we were on sabbatical. Uh, I'm going to resist the urge to tell you all of it this morning. But it was a blessing to be able to slow down and get quiet long enough to listen uh, to that still, small voice of God. I think most of us, many of us, are busy, 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 and the world is loud, 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 and it is nice to be able to slow down and get quiet and listen uh, to that still, small voice. <clears throat> Uh, the one thing I would like to share with you today that God spoke to me most predominantly over and over again during my sabbatical, he said to me, Ken, you are not in charge, I am. You are not in charge, I am. Brothers and sisters, this is good news. It is good news for me and for my family, and trust me, it is great news for you all. I was blessed to have time to reflect on all that the Lord has done here at St. John's for over 150 years, and particularly what he has done here in the last 10 years that I've been blessed to be uh, your rector. And uh, as I was thinking about that and what God spoke to my heart, I was pretty stunned initially at how little I have to do with any of it. As a first child pleaser, as a type A personality that wants a checklist, I like to think that we've gotten a lot of stuff done around here. And the more I think about it and the more honest I am about it, the more I realize God has gotten a lot of stuff done around here in spite of me, in spite of us. Uh, after kind of getting over having my feelings hurt about this, I was and am and hope to continue to be just filled with peace, just with a comfort and a rest that uh, the boss is in charge and I'm not the boss. God has St. John's. God's ha God has had St. John's for 150 years and God will have us for the next 150 years. And friends, that should give us peace. The battle is the Lord's. The gospel work that is done here is the Lord's. Our families, our children and grandchildren 
belong to the Lord, this church, its mission and its ministry. And every one of us here in this room today, friends, we belong to the Lord. God is in charge. Uh, I was blessed during my time away to be able to spend time with several older clergy, some retired priests and bishops from our diocese. Uh, my role in deciding who I was going to meet with was the older, the better. I was looking for wisdom, and I was blessed to be able to spend some time with Bishop Allison. Uh, Bishop Allison lives down in Georgetown. He was our diocesan bishop before Mark Lawrence, before Bishop Salmon. He is on the north side of 90. Uh, when I went to meet with him at his house, he was not home. He was coming in off of the tractor. He had been working on the tractor, and by working on I mean driving it to cut the grass with the bush hog and working on it, repairing it himself. He's on the north side of 90. He is a marvel. My time with him was amazing. One of the things that he said to me during our time together has stuck with me, and I think it's a message for me and a message for us as well, and it fits right into God being in charge. He said, Ken, most people in the church today most folks sitting in the pews are under the burden of works. They are under the yoke of slavery. He went on to say that most of us feel trapped and condemned under the law. We feel like if we just do enough good stuff on the positive ledger and avoid enough bad stuff on the negative ledger, we're going to be good to go with God. Friends, we can't ever do enough to please God or to earn his love, but thanks be to God, we do not have to. Make no mistake, friends, we do not do good works, the ministry we're called to, the feeding of the hungry, the clothing of the naked. We don't do that to earn God's grace and mercy. Scripture tells us that God first loved us first. And because God first loved us, he gave himself for us in the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. He gave himself for us an offering and a sacrifice for God. Our good works flow out of that. Not to earn God's grace, but as a result of having received God's grace and mercy. Look at our gospel lesson with me, if you will, today from the Gospel of Matthew Starting at verse 28, Jesus is trying to tell the people, the followers, those listening to him, that they are no longer under a yoke of slavery, a burden of works, righteousness to earn God's favor. He says, come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Friends, our souls are tired. The world is a busy, hectic, and overwhelming place, and God wants us to rest in him, to rest in the work that he has done for us through Jesus' life, death, and resurrection. He concludes by saying, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. 
He says, come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He is inviting us to come. Friends, Jesus is not giving us a command to works, a list of things we have to do. He's giving us an invitation into relationship. Our works, that which we do in his name as his church, as his people, as the body of Christ, flow out of our relationship with Christ. We don't do the gospel work because we have to in order to earn God's grace. The works that we do as the church flow out of the love that we have for God's church in the world because he first loved us. Friends, Jesus Christ loves you and he loves me. He is in charge. Friends, the works that we are called to, the principal work that we are called to as God's people is outlined by Jesus himself in John's gospel. In John 6, Jesus is asked by those people following him, they said to him, what must we do to be doing the work of God? They wanted to know what the job was. They were following Jesus, they loved Jesus, but they wanted to know what the job was. What must we do to be doing the work of God? And Jesus didn't give them a long list of things that they had to get done. Jesus answered them, this is the work of God, that you believe in him who he has sent. That is our principal work, friends, as the people of God, to believe in Jesus Christ, to place our trust in him, to allow him to be in charge. And it's hard because we want to run the show. We want to be in charge, but it is exhausting to be in charge of all of it. It is a heavy burden. It is a heavy yoke. Jesus is inviting us to something different. Our job is to simply believe in Jesus Christ and all of the other works flow out of that. All of the other work flows from the Holy Spirit working in us and through us. Friend, God Friends, God invites us, calls us to participate in his gospel work, not our gospel work, in his gospel work with him and through his power. And it is not a burden. It is not a heavy yoke. It is a joy and it is a privilege when we're doing that which God has called us to do. It's a joy and it is a privilege. We get to do this work. We don't have to do it to earn God's grace. Uh, longer ago than I care to admit, my wife and I were in seminary at Sewanee. And uh, one of the things that we did in seminary that was a great deal of fun is the whole seminary community kind of went all out for Halloween. It was a big deal. Everybody dressed up, kids dressed up. We had parties, we had candy, we had events. Professors dressed up, their spouses dressed up. All the parents dressed up as Halloween. And it was big, big Fun And I remember my senior year, my third year at Sewanee, we were talking about it a couple of weeks before, and I was sitting at a table with uh, a guy who was, it was his first year, and he was one of those guys that just never smiled a whole lot. Um, I don't think he still does, if I, if I had to guess. But we were sitting there in Sewanee, and we were talking about dressing up for Halloween, and he just said to me, he said, 
you mean we have to dress up too? And I just looked at him and I said, no, you don't have to, you get to. And he just kind of stared blankly at me. And he didn't dress up. He didn't get to. I'm confident that somewhere now he is preaching the good news of the gospel <laughs> of Jesus Christ with energy and enthusiasm. But that stuck with me. We don't have to, we get to. Friends, for the past several weeks, friends of mine have been asking me, knowing that Boo and I were coming back from our sabbatical, are you ready to go back to work? And my answer has been absolutely yes. Yes. I love my job. We love our church. I love our people. As I look out, I love almost all of you people. <laughs> I tell people constantly, and it is the truth, I don't do this, Boo and I don't do this because we have to, we do this because we get to. Friends, we are no longer under a yoke of slavery or the burden of the law. Jesus Christ's yoke is easy, his burden is light, and he wants you and me to have rest for our souls. He wants us to have rest for our souls. He calls us as his people to his service. He calls us as his people to this ministry, not to earn his grace, not to earn his love, but as an outpouring of the love that is inside of us. Friends, Jesus doesn't give us a checklist of things to do. He invites us to himself. Come to me, he says, all who labor and are heavy laden. Jesus invites us into participation in his ministry. He calls us to himself. We don't have to. We get to. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.